Well, thank you very much for joining us. This is Robert Reeves with the Datical Podcast Problem Solvers. And today joining me from Southern California is George Toe. George, do you want to say hello? Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure, uh, Robert, for you to be able to invite me and be part of this. So thank you very much. Of course, man. Of course. So George is Senior Manager of Cloud Engineering and Operations over at PlayStation Network. And he, is, uh, he has two very big fans at my house, uh, myself and my eight-year-old boy. Um, and just um, this past weekend, we went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> the whole time, whole time, especially at the end, and I'm not giving any spoilers, but at the end, there's a couple selfie scenes, and my kid leans over, it's like, Dad, Dad, it's just like the game, and <laughs> I was like, I know, let's go play it, let's go, he's like, okay, let's go play. <laughs> so, so, you're, George, you're, uh, I mean, this is kind of a big deal. I mean, Sony PlayStation Network, it is the largest game network in the universe. And I'm, I'm going to say universe because I don't know if they have a game network on Alpha Centauri. Um, <laughs> but you guys had made a, uh, a big shift uh, recently. You guys have, uh, you know, you previously, as I understand it, had a lot of on-prem infrastructure. And um, you, you, PlayStation ha has made a commitment to move to the cloud. And I was hoping that we could kind of discuss, you know, first off, you know, let's set the, the stage for the problem. You know, why, why move? You know, you, you've got this infrastructure, you've got your data centers. What from, you know, your perspective, what was, you know, the PlayStation Network trying to do with that move to the cloud? What was the problem? Well, just like anything that we do, there inevitably changes in the way the self uh, improvement in our software, improvement on how we can support and, and provide better uh, uh, capabilities for our customers. And all of that translates down to not only to the software development, but all the way down to the infrastructure. And the infrastructure is not only composed of systems and storage and all of that, but it also includes uh, the way how historically we we utilize uh, uh, the infrastructure to support our environment. Uh, and, and just because, well, a lot of times company that has uh, uh, the inception of, of the ideas, how we start the business and how we move forward with that, we go with times. And especially on the data tier side, uh, it is very monolithic. All the applications are relying on one centralized database that serves the customer. And so to be able to break those into smaller pieces and components to microservices in the future, that's a long-term goal, right? We have to move with agility to have to break that up. And if we only own infrastructures and you need to maintain that, the speed of change, the ability to go through and add or remove components, stacking, wiring, all of that provisioning becomes very, very challenging. Uh, hence, moving to cloud gives us that agility. And we can move with speed. And, and the, the ultimate goal is that we are best at developing software. We're not good at maintaining the infrastructure and move with speed. Why don't we give that to somebody else that is able to do that better than, than we do? So we can be spending more time on what, what we best can do to support our business and our customers. So the focus was really on 
just kind of zeroing in and focusing on what you do best, which is deliver software, but managing that infrastructure, um, uh, racking and stacking, those sorts of things, you wanted somebody else to do that so that you could focus on this move to microservices. That's correct. Yeah, so that's the primary goal. The secondary goal is obviously want to be able to adapt to uh, uh, the new capability, like DevOps obviously been around for years, SRE, you know, uh, 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 mentalities we got to adopt uh, and then make that happen. And it would be very difficult to do that with our own infrastructure, right? Everything should be as code, including infrastructure. And owning your own infrastructure makes that very difficult, unless you create your own cloud solution, uh, which then why we do that when other people in the business are much better than us doing that. Let's leverage their capabilities. But there were some folks, I'm sure, in the organization that were not sold. I'm sure that there were some people saying, I don't know. I mean, especially the people that were in charge of racking and stacking servers. I'm sure it was pretty scary for them. Um, also, this move to, um, you know, from a, um, a CapEx uh, purchasing model to OpEx uh, was pretty scary, I'm sure, for procurement and those folks. How, how did you manage that? How did you solve that problem of, okay, we want to go in this direction to focus on software, not focus on this other stuff. And you got a group of people whose job is that other stuff. How did that play out? That the, 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 the ability for us to be able to collectively agree upon and move forward with this, uh, 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 you know, desire to be up in the cloud, I got to give the credits to the executives, right? from the senior VPs all the way to the VPs and so on and so forth. Uh, that was their vision. You know, obviously, it, it cultivate, I mean, the vision was cultivated from the feedback from the development ma- uh, uh, teams within the organization. Uh, but as that trickle up to the, the top, that is the desire. And uh, it was a direction, a directive saying that we, may, we need to make this happen. And, and it, will, it has in, you know, posted some challenges with, among the teams, you know, especially there are people that are already within the organization that has no skill set in leveraging DevOps, uh, uh, you know, fundamentals, uh, uh, ideas, and so on. We have to go through some transformation to make that happen. Uh, it was painful, uh, but we, we did it. And, and it's just a price you have to pay. Uh, and now we're yielding, the, you know, we, we're actually reading the benefits of being able to move up to the cloud. And those that were still uh, uh, apprehensive and, and, and not seeing the vision, now they are, are seeing how it's, it's happening. And they are buying into the idea. And that whole idea of moving to the cloud, people are scared slowly trickle away and, and, and now everybody's on on the same page. It does took you know a couple of years to do that. Uh, uh, and, and and that is something that we knew what would have happened and the leadership knew that. Uh, but we, we said that must happen. And so we 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 slowly transformed the, 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 the organization. Uh, and when I say slowly, I don't mean it takes five years, six years, we literally it's a year and a half or so uh, mm-hmm. to, to for folks to be able to start seeing the actual transformation. And well, that- the benefits. Well, a year and a half, that's light speed in, in large organizations. Um, yes. Yeah. So 
you know, how involved were those executives in, in, in choosing your cloud provider? I mean, is it something that they just left up to the technical folks? Oh, we're going to AWS, we're, you know, or were they involved in that um, and, and, and choosing that? Um, and, and if so, how, how did they make that decision? So um, the, the, the leadership actually are in, were involved. And when I, uh, just to, to, to go back to what I said about a year and a half, uh, when I say a year and a half, there are three different uh, sort of groups of, of, of uh, 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 sort of large organizations that form the whole SIE, the, the Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, the other two, like one that was in, 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 in Tokyo, the other one in San Francisco, uh, those two groups were, already in the cloud for most part. Uh, and, and, and at that point, the decision when they made to go to cloud, obviously AWS was, 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 was you know, way ahead from other, other cloud solutions. So they were in AWS. For us, from the navigation perspective where uh, we, 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 we service all of the transactions, the entitlements, all the game titles, all the videos, it's also for like you are as a customer watching, we manage all of that. And, and, and for us, it took us about a year and a half to migrate that whole component. So I just want to clear, clarify it. But the journey to the cloud for the whole organization, from so many PlayStation perspective, uh, it was probably about three and a half years in total. But Navigator, we took, we took a plunge and we make that happen. Uh, the largest difficulties of moving into the cloud for the Navigator part team, which I'm part of, uh, it's obviously because of the monolithic uh, 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 nature of how we structure our application. Uh, you know, that was inherited from the old days. Um, the database is one of them. You know, networking is another mm -hmm. one. Uh, but the database was the biggest one. And so from the leadership perspective, uh, they, they, they were involved at the point where, you know, giving us direction, saying that this must happen, come up with a solution. Uh, the, all the engineering is done uh, from 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 uh, the the, the uh, architectural level all the way down to the management. So, when the question is how involved they are, like I said uh, earlier, the credit goes to the executive because if they're not involved in the detail, but they're involved in the direction of saying this must happen, looking for ways on how to make it happen, and I will provide anything I will I can to make it happen. That's the involvement, and that's what we're looking for, uh, and we did. So the the decision it came down to the executive said we're going to the cloud, uh, we're going to use AWS, and then they reached out to their technical leadership and they said, how do we get there? What is what are the things that need to happen first? Okay, and then second, third, and and that's where you came in. That's where you said, all right, these are the things that we need to do. Um, when you said, all right, we're moving Navigator, this is happening. Um, how did you break that problem down? How did, how did you break that down into its component parts and what, what did you tackle first? The, obviously the, the database itself was a, a very large piece and, and um, the way how we hosted the database in the, uh, on prem is very different than what we have done in the cloud. And so before we even proceed to say moving in the cloud, we first must understand how we 
are supporting the environment in our on-prem environment, what challenges we have faced so far, and take the opportunity when we move to cloud to make it even better. Right. So, um, on to be able to move, well, to scale uh, with somewhat relative good speed, uh, we leverage Oracle very heavily in Oracle Rack when we're using on-prem. Uh, this, the, the, the number of transactions we have that hit the database is enormous. Uh, literally, we have over 200,000 transactions any given time. Uh, the IOPS is, 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 is way up there, and the number of concurrent sessions, because it's truly an OLTP system, is very transactional. Uh, and because of that, the idea of moving in the cloud and being limited uh, by the, 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 the actual uh, EC2 instances themselves, the actual uh, uh, servers, and being limited by uh, the options we have because we can't use rack up in the cloud. Well, you can, uh, but that, you know, that's not, it's not very mature. The software is not very mature. Uh, and because we're using AWS, uh, you know, we, we're not able to leverage what we already, in terms of architecturally wise, we have on-prem. Uh, so we have to come up with some, some, some you know, idea of how to take the sharding of the data concept and marry that to a monolithic environment, a monolithic environment. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we came up with the idea of how like, we're going to be sharding the actual calls to the database uh, into multiple servers without using rack. However, the data itself, because we are not microservices yet, the data has to be exactly the same among them. And so we, at that point, we heavily rely on uh, eventual consistency of the replication and understanding how, the application, how it needs to behave as it moves between uh, shards. Uh, you know, uh, and so that the, the, uh, the majority of the time, I would say, in terms of architecture and coming up with the design, was in regard to the, what I call it a hybrid sharding uh, uh, scheme. Uh, then after that, it is how we're going to operationally be able to manage this in the cloud. The pipeline has to be able to bring all these systems up very quickly, enable configuration of the replication with uh, uh, a conflict detection and resolution. Uh, you know, very quickly, and also be able to scale quickly. And so the whole, the, the next architectural part that was very big was the automation piece of this. And uh, uh, we were able to achieve it. And, and now if we need to scale up a new shard that's about you know, 50 terabytes in data and be able to plug right into the environment and service the customer, we can literally do that within two hours. And, and how many users? It was uh, it was ninety million. What 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 what's on the Wikipedia page? <laughs> yeah, we 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 actually exceeded over a hundred million users now. Uh, <laughs> uh, this yeah. So, uh, and it's uh, you know, um, yeah, the growth has been tremendous for the last few years, and we have to factor that into our design and our implementation as well. Mm -hmm. Well, and and certainly there is, um, I imagine there is another problem on the horizon and that is uh ps5 uh the the next generation yeah. of the console i mean um uh, certainly you know there there's going to be uh, i'm sure improvement to resolution gpu um uh the the cpu itself but you know where, where we're really getting the value out of these consoles as they continue to mature um 
is the software itself. You know, that, that kind of nexus of entertainment, whether it's video, games, uh, those sorts of things. And, and you guys also have the games that you put out, Spider-Man, God of War, uh, but also the, uh, you know, online transactional games like Fortnite, those sorts of things. Um, yeah. You know, that, that, that it, I mean, you know, we didn't go, you know, when me and the little guy wanted to get a copy of Spider-Man, we didn't go to a store. We, we just fired up the console and we just purchased it online. But those sorts of things are going to become even more uh, complex uh, to have that immersive experience for the user with the next generation, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We're, we're very excited uh, of, of, you know, what's going to come ahead, uh, uh, you know, with, the, with the, the, the new console and so on. Uh, well, we're very excited about it. Uh, but the other focus that we are actually focusing on also is be able to stream games and also be able to play all these games in multiple devices, not mm-hmm. just exclusively or on, on, uh, you know, on, on the console itself. And so hence the, the support to be able to do that, uh, the software itself, be able to do that seamlessly, you know, allowing you to, to move from device to device uh, and, and allow the, 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 the ability to you know, not only stream the content, but also in certain countries where the the the, the, the you know the, the the wireless access and all that is not very uh, uh, it's not there yet. Uh, we also allow them to download the content as well, right? Uh, and and so the mixture of all that and how we maintain the capability, how we maintain the ability for family to share games, uh, family sharing capabilities, we call we call the home share features, uh, and also partnering up with other game makers like e, uh, EA. Uh, uh, with their subscription capability, all of that put a lot of more complexity into our, our system and be able to move with speed and, and, and obviously scale with speed. And that all that has to factor in. And yes, you're right. Uh, moving forward, uh, we have to flex our muscle to be able to uh, leverage automation as much as possible, scale as quickly as possible, and with quality and with speed. Um, and in order to do that, you have to be in the cloud. In order to be that, you have to be in the cloud. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at what, you know, one of the games that we, uh, we play a lot at our house on the PlayStation is, um, well, it's not just one game, it's all the Sonic games. It's amazing that my eight-year-old um, is always going back uh, to that streaming capability and that um, it's, uh, it's PlayStation View, right? Is that the, uh, the product that you can, you get a subscription and you can stream games, right? Uh, actually, no. PlayStation View is the the uh, uh, television, uh, 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 you know, uh, similar to Sling, and and uh, uh, um, oh, yeah, that's right. Pla- to Sling. Yeah. PlayStation Now uh, replacement kind of service. Yes, right. That's Play- PlayStation Now, PlayStation Plus. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. So every he'll go there. Um, and uh, it, it's the Sonic games. It's amazing. And then I, uh, yeah. he was playing it so much. And, and, of course, I used to play Ratchet and Clank back in the day. And, uh, you know, and I showed that to him. And it just blew his mind. And it's amazing that these games are, are on this old, old you, know, uh, you know, like PS1 stuff. Um, uh, uh, oh, Twisted Metal. That was the one... Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm old enough that uh, I was in college when PlayStation 1 came out. And we would have uh, 
just tournaments of twisted metal and everybody fought over who, who got the ice cream truck. <laughs> that was just the one. <laughs> yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> A lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. Well, George, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining us. Um, and, and I think uh, uh, we got a lot out of just kind of understanding uh, the approach to solving problems. Really, uh, it sounds like um, focusing on uh, the core value that you offer to the customer. It's not racking and stacking servers. It's delivering software for the best experience. And executive buy-in, executive support uh, for that direction. It sounds like those are the two things that uh, helped you solve your problems. Absolutely. And, 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 and one of the uh, really key factor that, that, that allow us to collectively say, this is something we want to do, is the transparency from the executives is that we know there's going to pose some pain to some team. Uh, there's going to need some sacrifice from you guys to be, you know, from collective all the teams to make this happen. Uh, and, and they, had, they recognize that. Uh, and, 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 you know, be transparent about it. And, and, and we bought in uh, and we understood and we knew that, you know, for the next year or so, this is what we're going to have to accomplish. And we, you know, work together and make that happen. So uh, executive support was amazing. Uh, the architectural design was amazing. Uh, but more than anything is the people that are understanding that the price we have to pay to make, uh, to, 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 you know, to uh, submit to a, a short-term pain to get a long-term gain. And now we're reaping the benefits from that. Wonderful. Well, George, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your business. And we'll talk to you very soon. It was a pleasure speaking to you, Robert. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.